Robin Smith, welcome to the Share Chair. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> That's awesome. So we we could talk to you about a lot of things. You're a Spring Lake um, a mom I of am. two Spring Lake students. Yes. yes. Sophomore Jake and, and eighth grader Hannah. And yeah. you work in the schools. I work at homes. Yep. I work with kids that are struggling with reading. Oh, it is my cool. total for me. It is my make a difference job. That's awesome. You know, it is my. Um, I have a chance to do something that gives back a little bit yeah. and um, oh it's so fun at like mm -hmm. the most fundamental way yeah. possible helping kids read right? exactly yeah. you know these little peanuts just you know some of them are struggling just a little bit mm -hmm. so I know there are just all these different reasons we could be speaking to you um, but there was one in particular that kind of drew our attention I guess and that's the Boston Marathon yeah. of 2013, 13. right, was the, yeah, I'm just getting chills even mentioning yeah. it, was that, that bombing yeah. um, at the Boston Marathon, and yeah. you were there. Yeah, yes. Um, Scott was running the marathon. Scott was running. Okay. Um, husband my was husband, running. Scott, was running. We left the day before on the 14th okay. of April and flew to, out to Boston. And um, the we is just the two of the, you. The, the you two and of Scott. us. Yeah. No, the kids yep. didn't go. No, nope, kids didn't go. Okay. In hindsight, thank goodness. No they kidding. Didn't yeah. Go. No um, kidding. yeah. Just that night before, like, there's just everybody there. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, the amount of pe the spectators that it's held on Patriots Day. Yeah. So it's always like a real, you know, you're in Boston, Boston and it's yeah. just really cool. Mm -hmm. it, the vibe was really cool. Mm -hmm. um, so we took pictures that night of mm -hmm. me with the sign behind me with the big, you know, finish line sign mm -hmm. and my sign and um, he didn't want to, he didn't want to touch the finish line. He had okay. like some crazy like <laughs> superstition that <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, I'll see that tomorrow. There you go. Um, so yeah, we, we ate down there. Um, ironically, we ate like right where the bomb went off. Um, and uh, there's a picture of me taken with my sign. You can see the mailbox right behind me, which is uh, where the first bomb was set. Uh, um, so, but in my head, that's where I wanted to be because yeah. I knew that was a good spot. I could see him. I could see him finish. Yeah. Um, that's where I actually wanted to be that next day. So we get ready to go the next morning, and uh -huh. he gets on the commuter train at like 5.50 in the morning. And, yeah. you know, I kiss him goodbye and say good luck, I love you, and off he goes. Yeah. I took the, uh, the orange line in. I took the commuter train, and then I picked up the orange line. And then when I got into the city, which was like probably around noonish, uh -huh. um, I got in on the orange line, which was on the other side of the street okay. that I was la the night before. Okay. And I kept thinking, okay, how am I going to get to that spot? Mm -hmm. You know, like, okay, I know how that's where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And so I kept for hours, mm. I was kind of cruising down each side, trying to pass, trying to get across, could not get across. I was yeah. like, okay, forget it. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. I'm stuck right here. Yeah. So at this point, you're positioned near the finish line. I just am a little bit past the finish line. A little past the finish line. Um, not, not because I wanted to be, just because that's where I landed because yeah. of all the people. So at this point, this woman introduces herself to me. And um, she says her name is Frida. And I'm like, hi, my name's Robin. And I, I, can't, I can't tell you what she looked like. I just remember she had like kind of all taupe on. She had kind of an olive color skin, she had long brown hair. That's mm -hmm. like, that's the strangest thing. Cannot tell you what she looked like. 
she introduced herself and it was really chaotic and she said that her daughter was running she's normally there with her one daughter but her, that she's not here and can I just go with you oh, oh. I was like okay you know yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. so I start walking through and she's behind me and she's got my hand mm-hmm. like she grabbed my hand right away and I was like okay she was probably like in her 60s okay. totally capable of yeah. doing this on her own so I'm like all right so we walk up we go through all the people we get through we get to the finish line like across from the actually the mailbox okay which is where I felt like I should Water be but on the other side yeah, yeah. and um we're probably about 15 people deep. And she says, Robin, she's pulling on my coat. We can't see anything here. Uh-huh. Like, we, we can't see anything here. Where were you before? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I was like right there, which was kitty corner, same side of the road, but where I wanted to be. It was like on the same side, just down at the mm-hmm. end, mm-hmm. a little bit. She's like, that's where my daughter said we should be. Yeah. Okay, like I don't know this woman. Like why is she yeah. telling me that? How well, would yeah, she what why, why would her yeah. So for some reason I felt the need to go with this woman. Okay. Okay. So I leave the finish line. Mm-hmm. You, you know, finally kinda of gotten where you wanted to be in the And I, yeah, I was like if it had just been me, I would have wiggled would my have way stayed in. Stayed there, yeah. 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 But I was like, All right, well, Okay, I felt like I I should leave this woman. So here we go. So I'm I'm walking with this lady, we get to the corner. And I let go of her hand, or she let go of mine. And I turn around, split second, to say, you know, good luck to your daughter, you know, blah, blah, blah. I turn around, and she's gone. She's gone. So I just go back to my business. I start watching the race, and I'm at the finish line, but I'm past it. You know, I'm now, Mm -hmm. I'm, like, not very far, but enough where I'm seeing them come in. And, Mm -hmm. like, I guess this is just where I'm going to be, Mm because I don't have enough time to go back. And all of a sudden, just this huge explosion goes off. And you just felt it through your whole body. Like, it just reverberated through your whole body. 15 seconds later, and then the second bomb went off. So the first one, it was like chaos started. But then after the second one, it was like, okay. And I kept thinking to myself, okay, I would have been right there. Mm -hmm. If it hadn't been for this freedom woman, I would have been right there. So at that point, chaos just started. You know, everyone's running and screaming, and, and, and sirens start at that point. Yeah. And they just don't stop for hours. So mm-hmm. I, I don't really know what to do, like yeah. where to go. Um, Scott's like, Hasn't finished Scott's yet. not finished. He's like a mile and a half out. I called my parents' home line, left them a, yeah, the okay. worst. My mother still has that voicemail. Uh, yeah. And I called my dad, and um, I, I said he was there. And I said, Dad, it's Ra, which is what my family all calls me and, and my friends. Um, I said, there's been bombs. And my dad's like, what? Yeah. Like, there's been bombs. I, I don't know where Scott is. Yeah. I'm okay right now, but I don't know if there are more. Mm. We could see the medical tent from where we were. Mm. You could see all the people going into the medical tent, mm. the sirens mm. and the, the ambulances coming. And I'm like, this is not where I need to be. And all of a sudden, I get a phone call from Pennsylvania. Okay. And they pick it up, and it's Scott. Oh. He had borrowed a cell phone from uh, one of yes. the runners. Okay, got it. So Scott is a fireman. He's a captain on the Spring Lake Fire Department. He goes into complete fireman mode. Uh-huh. He's like, Robin, you are the strongest person I know. You just start walking. I will meet you at Christine's house. And then my phone dies. Yeah. And I start walking the streets of Boston. Yeah, I was going to say, everything's probably shut down Everything now, right? is shut so down. So you can't. 
yeah, cause no, no metro no, systems or nothing. anything like that. And I don't know which direction I'm going in. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, uh, I don't know where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So for two and a half hours, I walk the streets of Boston, mm -hmm. trying to get to Winchester, which is where my friend Christine's house was. Mm -hmm. You think about things that you probably wouldn't normally on any given day think about. And it's stuff like, you know, if I were to leave today, what would I leave behind? Mm -hmm. Was I a good enough person? What mark do I leave on my community and on my kids? Um, was I a good enough daughter, a wife, um, a mom? And all of a sudden, I see him on the corner. And I go running to him. And he's standing there with his Mylar blanket on. And that's all in his runner stuff. And he's standing on the corner, like glowing almost, because it's sunny at that point. And I ran up to him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. And um, he says, I love you too. And he was a mile and a half short of the finish line. I look at life very differently now. I look at it as you need to live your life with a purpose. You know, I feel like a lot of the way we live our lives, it's one thing to the next. We're going on to the next thing. We're going on to the next thing. And um, you got to stop. And I know it's very cliche, but you do need to smell the roses. You need to enjoy every day for the gift that it is, you know, because um, you might not have it. It might not be there the next day. I have kids to live for. I have amazing parents um, that raised a really strong, independent girl. And, I, and I'm more thankful for that than ever. You know, I have Scott, who's my amazing wingman in all this, um, and these two beautiful kids that I couldn't, that was the reason I kept walking. Yeah. And Frida. And Frida. An angel. You know, I truly believe that she's the one that took me away from that. Oh. But at the time, you don't know that. Yeah. But then after the fact, you're like, yeah. oh, wow. What was that? Yeah, yeah, why would this complete stranger grab my hand? And this is really directly related to your whole experience. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know how long it took them, or I don't even remember his name. But when they caught the person who did yeah. commit this horrible... Yeah crime, um, what were you feeling? When they showed the picture on TV, I actually didn't have anger, I had sadness. And it was partially, he was a young man, and I thought, okay, I have a young boy. Like, what happened to him that led him to this, to feel like he could do this to people? Um, I felt sadness, actually. Being a mom and thinking, he has a mother somewhere, you know? Like, there was a little bit of sadness there. But when they caught him, I thought, okay, of course there was this, a feeling of relief. Um, I don't want to be angry about the whole thing, and I don't want to never go back to Boston or not go to public places, mm -hmm. because then he wins. They win. In what ways did a, your community help you? Like, mm -hmm. how did that, how do, how does a community, or how did you experience a community wrapping their arms around you? What did that, what does that mean, or what does that um, look like? So that, Maybe we can do it for others who are hurting, you know? Yeah, you know, it was a matter of phone calls and text messages and um, cards and um, just an overall feeling of you'd be out and about and, you know, I would get a, a random hug from somebody. Live life with a purpose, you know? It's awesome. really important. Don't awesome. take things for granted. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Thanks for, for being having on the me. shared Thanks chair. For sharing your story.